Well, hello there, Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darian, Norwalk, New Canaan. And again, apologies for the worst name for a podcast ever. Anyhow, I came across an article yesterday, and it was a question about, can a chiropractor help migraine headaches? And the answer was unequivocally no, but I find it to be unequivocally false. And what happens is people are concerned with taking a medication. You've got messages bombarding headache sufferers. You've got uh, Chloe Kardashian promoting one. There's so many different things out there and they're terribly expensive and they do not solve headaches. Now, as a chiropractor of 30 years experience, I don't fix every migraine headache that comes in here, but I think I do a hell of a lot better job than 99% of the medications or shots out there on the market. I mean, you know, Botox costs over $5,000 a month. That is crazy. And that's just one example. So there's still, there's no way they, they don't have an answer as to what causes headaches. Well, I'm going to break it down in very simple terms. The base of your neck has a lot of the, the brainstem and the brainstem is like a relay all the information coming from your body to the brain, all the sensory input, and then you get the motor output, or cognizant output, from the, with the efferent pathways. Afferent goes to the brain, efferent away from the brain. So what I have found typically is people who have migraine headaches many times, I'm going to say all that, many times have something wrong with the vertebra in the neck. Now, Think of it this way. Your brain doesn't really stop in the skull. It comes down a little bit into your neck, or what we call the cervical spine. Now, you may have had it. You may have fell out of a tree when you were three years old, never got it corrected. You may have had a car accident 10 years ago. You forgot about it. Or there was no problem then. Um, you may sleep funny. You may have extra stress. You may have posture-related issues, weight gain. Um, there's a number of different reasons why you can have a problem in the cervical spine and a lot of these problems in the cervical spine can cause headaches. And I'm talking about migraine headaches. But what happens is people blur the distinction of what a migraine is, okay? Basically, let's let's call it what it is. It's a really bad headache. A real bad headache. That when you have a headache like that, it interferes with the quality of life. You're not sleeping. You're not getting the full benefit from rest. So... Your brain is on overload. Um, the information is being blocked. Now, let me tell you something. When the cervical vertebra are twisted out of place, we as chiropractors call it a subluxation. Big word, subluxation. Now, a lot of medical doctors don't recognize a subluxation. Medical doctors know how to prescribe pills or give you shots or do surgery. But there's a whole other area. I mean, let's take a little aside here. Acupuncture can help for migraine headaches, too. I don't do acupuncture, but doesn't mean I don't believe in that it can help migraine headaches. So we got to almost have a come to Jesus point here where you realize that there are alternatives for migraine headache relief. Chiropractic happens to be one of the best. I got a patient coming here with a bad back. She's trying to run for a half marathon. And my question is, do you get headaches? And she says, yeah, I get headaches all the time. I'm on this expensive medication. I don't want to be on it, but I have to take it. But still get the headaches. So, what good is the medication if you still get the headaches? All right. So, 
the fact of the matter is, let's dive into, is chiropractic for migraine headaches? Yes. Unequivocally, yes. Migraines can be helped with chiropractic care. Now, how long it takes, we don't know until we do an exam. Um, exam, take x-rays to see what's going on with the neck. Also, do you maybe need an MRI? I mean, sometimes it's really, really that bad when you when you have it. So one of the questions we get is, is how long does it take for a chiropractor to fix a migraine? Kind of depends. Like the, the honest answer is, one, I don't know. But number two, let's go out on a limb. It can take a while. It depends on how bad the condition in the cervical spine is. And so, you know, if you've had the problem for three months, Chances are, in three months, ambulance leave is taking care of it, you know, pretty much. I mean, that, that's just a given. Now, when it goes over time, well, that's a different story here. You know, and so another question we get is, do neck problems cause migraine? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That, the, the top couple vertebrae in your neck, atlas axis, C1, C2, or your occiput, which is the base of your skull, cervical number one, cervical number two. You have the brain stem, and it's a major, major relay. Information comes up through your through the body at a relay point. Now, if you have a bone just just leaning on the base of the brain stem, of course that's going to cause you to have headaches or possibly have headaches. So that that's something you got to think about. It's like you know, so it's like there's increased pressure. Because sometimes the occipital bone is, is impinging onto the brainstem too much, it can increase pressure within the head, causing the headache. You 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 remove that blockage and put the occipital bone in a proper relationship with atlas C1 and C2, and then the cerebral spinal can flow can can flow properly through the rest of the body. You're gonna take pressure off the head, you know, and it's like one one thing people ask me: Why do I feel better after after seeing a chiropractor? Well, I guess you feel better, especially with headaches after chiropractic, because you're taking pressure and stress off the nervous system. It's a physical stress. Now, physical stress stress is complicated by mental stress, emotional stress, uh, chemical stress. So you have all of the stresses. So it's just like it's not just one. It kind of has a uh, snowball effect that makes it even worse. So if you have all these other pressures on you, well, it's going to make the stress on the cervical spine even worse and cause some of these headaches. So the reason you can feel better after seeing a chiropractor and you get a chiropractic adjustment is that you will take pressure off and release the blockage so the nerves can flow freely. That's plain and simple what chiropractor does. Address the subluxation, reduce it. Because here's another question we get is, does the pain come back after seeing a chiropractor? It, until it holds, yeah. But I mean, if you want to uh, develop biceps, you go to the gym once or twice, uh, have at it. But you're not going to develop biceps. A condition takes a certain amount of time to heal, and that's individual to the person. Does the person have the right diet? Do they get enough rest? Are they sleeping? Um, they meditate. There's a whole lot of things as to, as to how and why pain can come back, but it, it depends on how long you you fight it, Okay. Because you're gonna have to make structural changes. If you're if the structure is off between the occipital bone and C1 and C2, it takes time to body to acclimate because you have tissue attaching to those areas. Um, there's a number of muscles involved. You have to kind of get to an equilibrium or homeostasis point where the body can flow freely and express itself. 
when you have a subluxation, the body is not able to express itself as it can, and you're not going to be healthy. And there's a lot of times there's conditions where people don't equate with a chiropractor that they see response, a positive response, because they're not blocking the vertebra. The vertebra is not blocking the nerve impulses. All right. So, you know, does chiropractic work immediately? In some cases, but some, same thing with abdominal relief. But the difference here with a chiropractic, you know, a plan of action, you, you do need to have an examination and a course of care. If you just come in once in a while, hey, great, but you're not going to really get it and, and solve it. You can just kind of keep kicking the can down the road. Now, another question, you know, can, can being out of alignment cause migraines? Hell yes. Alignment is important uh, from a biomechanical standpoint because the weight of your head is supported with the vertebra. The vertebra shifts. So now the muscles have to work harder and that can tighten up um, onto the vertebra and onto the surrounding area, the adjacent structures, and tighten up and block those nerve impulses. Your nerves control every function in your body. The brain needs the input. If it doesn't get the input, you sure as heck can have back pain. So neck pain alignment can clearly cause migraines. You know, it, it's just that. You know, and another question is, can migraines be caused by posture? Yeah. Migraines can definitely be caused by posture. There's no doubt in my mind how posture affects it. All of a sudden, you, know, you start to lean forward and you lose the curve in your neck. You're supposed to have a good curve in your neck so that the vertebra support each other by what we call the articular pillars in the back of the vertebra. And that's where the weight's supposed to be supported. Now, if you're leaning your head forward because you're looking at a screen on, in your hand on your phone too much, well, you're causing the head to go forward to induce less of a proper curvature. That is how posture can change. We also, too, is it could be a result of, you know, incorrect sitting, sitting too long, um, previous injuries, previous traumas, along those lines. You know, so in this instant here, posture is a very, can be a big player, okay? What happens is if the neck vertebra are not in the right spot to, to substantiate the biomechanical pressures, what will happen is the shoulder muscles have to work harder to support it. And that starts to wear away. Then the shoulder muscles tighten up. As the shoulder muscles tighten up, you put more pressure on the base, the occiput, which then chokes the brainstem. Kind of hitting on that brainstem, but it's very important to understand. So here's another question. Again. What other problems can migraines cause? Probably the biggest one is, is, is the quality of life issue. Your quality of life sucks if you have migraines. You don't have to tell the person to suffer from migraines how bad it is especially when you learn to live with it. Are you short with your spouse or your children? Um, do you have to lock the door at work and shut the lights off so you're not doing your job as well? Do you easy to, to, to be irritated? I mean, chances are you are because you're not sleeping as well. I mean, if you have a, a subluxation in the neck that's contributing to your migraine headaches, you are not sleeping as well. You're not getting the benefit of rest. When you can't rest, your body can't heal. And when you don't rest well, it becomes, it becomes more of a spillover to many of the health conditions, it just, it kind of puts your body into what we call um, sympathetic mode. Sympathetic is the fight or flight versus the parasympathetic, which runs the day-to-day -day stuff. You want to be squarely in the, the parasympathetic where the day-to-day -day activities take place. Sympathetic, the fight or flight mechanism should only be on a rare occasion, but it's when we're under stress, which we all under stress so much more these days, that you're going to have an imbalance which makes the body work less than optimal. So getting the cervical spine to work properly can minimize a lot of the other stresses you have.
Now, the chiropractic adjustment is not going to do anything for, you know, physical, well, I'm sorry, physical stress, yes, mental, emotional, all those types of stresses. But if you have one less stress to deal with, it makes it a lot easier to deal with the other ones. You know, here's a crazy question. Can thinking too much cause migraines? I don't think it's ever a problem with someone thinking too much. And God, I hope it doesn't. But that's a very tough question to answer with any certainty. But um, if you're thinking too much, it's probably time to take a nap and walk away and pick it up later. All right. What's the number one treatment for migraines? Well, as a chiropractor, I'm going to say that. If I was the Botox salesman, I'm going to say Botox. Or there's so many medications. Just oh, turn your TV on. You're going to see ads for medications for, for migraine headaches, shots, whatever. There's so many of them. They're not cheap, but the question is, do they work? That's really what it comes down to. So if you want to stop migraines permanently, my take is, well, go to a chiropractor. Obviously, it doesn't have to be me because you may not be in the Stanford, Darien, all over the Canaan area. And find a chiropractor and interview them and say, hey, listen, you know, having these headaches, I heard chiropractic might be able to help. You, you need an x-ray. Let's not mess around. You need an x-ray. That, that's important. And if it's serious, serious enough, you would benefit from having an MRI. I mean, let's let's face it. Migraine headaches could could potentially be a, a brain tumor. You know, some of the symptoms cross over and mimic each other. So, you know, and if symptoms last a long time, you need to get an MRI. Well, get the MRI, you know. And so uh, what's, what's the new medic migraine treatment? this year probably a pill because they have the money and the the, uh, the networks they support who will you know promote it so three different types of migraines there's way more than three types of migraines I mean tons and tons and tons um, you have migraines the aura and no aura that's the typical you know, th- th- those, are the, those are the basic ones. You have a migraine with aura, without aura. And then migraine with aura is kind of known as the classic migraine. You know, it's, it's, it's characterized by visual or sensory disturbances that start before the onset of the headache. So you kind of get like a little warning sign. And the visual disturbances like flashes of the lights, blind spots, um, sensory issues such as tingling or numbness in the face, hands and feet. These are like early warning, migraines coming on, get to a safe place. Some rare occasions you have language disturbances, so there's difficulty speaking or understand understanding speech. And you have again even more rare that I find motor disturbances such as weakness or paralysis in one part of the body. If you're having motor weaknesses, I really want you to see a neurologist. Really, really important. And the auras can last anywhere from between 20 and 60 minutes. And then you get the headache. And the headaches associated with the classic migraine are severe and throbbing and can be accompanied with some other great things, like nausea, vomiting, sensitivity, light, and sound. So it sounds like you, it sounds like you've got the classic migraine. Now, the migraine without aura is known as the common migraine. And it, it's, it's a moderate to severe headache, typically. It can last anywhere from a few hours to several days. Uh, in this type of thing, the migraine with aura is going to typically hit one side, and it's accompanied by the same side type of symptoms: nausea, vomiting, sensitivity, light, and sound. 
And the migraine without aura is there's a couple like the vestibular migraine. It's it's characterized by dizziness or vertigo. You get a little dizzy with you know without the aura. Okay, um, a menstrual migraine is type of migraine that occurs in relationships to a woman's menstrual cycle. And the chronic migraine is a type that occurs, you know, 15 or more days per month for at least three months. Could you imagine 45 days out of 90, okay, 50% of the time? I cannot imagine why if you're having 15 or more headaches a day and you take uh, the new wonder drug and it gets it down to 12 per 12 days a month or 10 days a month. That's significantly significant enough that they could put in advertisements, but it doesn't do jack for your headaches. I mean, it's taking a slight edge off. Not, not, don't kid yourself on that. Okay. Now there are other types of migraines, much, much more rare. And you have retinal migraines, which is a migraine that is characterized by temporary blindness or loss of vision in one eye. Temporary. But if you are having that kind of a symptom, you gotta go to the neurologist. As a chiropractor, I want you to go to the neurologist, and I want you to have an MRI, and I want you to have it cleared by both doctors before I touch you. Okay. Another one is uh, hemiplegic migraine. It's it's temporarily your paralysis on one side of the body. Again, neurologist, MRI. Don't mess around. Please don't mess around with that. Ophthalmologic Opto, ophthalmologic migraine, and that's a weakness or paralysis of the eye muscles. Probably a pretty good idea. Guess what? See a neurologist, get an MRI. And so the treatment of migraines comes down to the type and severity of the migraines. And, you know, listen, if the medication is working and you don't get any headaches, you got you, you're probably not going to listen to it because you, you have a solution. But if you're taking medication and you're still getting migraines, you tell me. I mean, really, you tell me if that makes sense. I don't think so. And that's where and when you should probably be seeing a chiropractor. I mean, not, you know, it is what it is. But migraines can be helped with chiropractic care. Only way you know is if you go, get evaluated, get an x-ray, at the very least an x-ray, possibly an MRI, to rule out bad stuff because I mentioned earlier tumors. I don't want to be touching you if you have a tumor. I want you seeing the right doctor. That's how I that's how I practice. But there's a number of different ways that we treat migraines. Um, besides the chiropractic adjustments, there's a number of therapies to restore the proper curvature to enhance the biomechanical effects of the cervical curve. Um, there's soft tissue work. There's meditation. There's cold laser. There's cervical traction. There's different muscle techniques you have to use. Uh, cupping, which we use to release some of the muscles. All in addition to the chiropractic adjustment. So, as a chiropractor, I'm supposed to toe the party line and say, yeah, but I don't treat headaches with just the adjustment. I find I get faster results if I use other modalities. Now, I hope I haven't bored you to death. What I want you to do is, if you're having headaches, bad headaches, because that's, well, Anybody with a bad headache, it's going to be called a migraine. That's really what it comes down to. Now, I know that's oversimplifying. I broke it down with the retinal, the hemiplegic, the ophthalmologic. That's a tough one to say three times fast. 
you know, the chronic migraine, the menstrual migraine, the vestibular migraine, with aura, without aura. So go see a chiropractor. You got nothing to lose. Um, but also ask a friend. Ask someone else who had a headache. Oh, yeah, by the way, I tried this chiropractor. Not all chiropractors get your headaches to go away. I, I promise that because I don't get every headache case to go away. But I sure do like trying because it's a lot of fun to help someone with chronic headaches, migraine headaches, get the relief and get their life back on. Because you got other things to deal with. There's going to be other stresses in your life way more important than a migraine, especially when it's in the rearview mirror. And I'd like to say, let's put your migraine headache in the rearview mirror. I'm Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford Darian, Norbert McCainan. If you got headaches and you live in this area, I'd love to speak with you, give you, share some information, maybe help you make a decision. But you can reach us, 203-656-3636. 203-656-3636. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you learned. Bye.